0: Okay, so he just says, can you shit your pants? And then baby oopsie shoots the cop with security gun. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
1: And I'm her little brother, William.
0: And in honor of the holiday season, we are going to be talking about demonic toys. Of course. Both the horrific seeming movie, we'll watch that I didn't, so we will learn about that together, and also toys that are possessed. All
1: right. Yeah. IRL. This this I am I what what better parent could there possibly be around the holidays? Hanukkah and Christmas have are happening right. simultaneously this year. Yep. Um so a lot of people may be receiving gifts and mm-hmm. You know, listen, sometimes you get a baby oopsie,
0: Yeah. let's
1: say, from Demonic Toys. Sometimes you get a Dr. Static.
0: Uh-huh. I think
1: that's his name, the robot guy. I don't know. We'll get into that. These things happen. Uh, the, the shocker of all shockers is that when I watched Demonic Toys, I realized, wait a minute, I've seen this before. I, really? Yeah. I think I saw it on VHS when I was a kid.
0: Really? Oh, my God. I'm not, I, do you think it was like a rental from Blockbuster or something?
1: I think it was like, go to a friend's house and this is what they have.
0: Yeah. Somebody's like older sibling <laughs> had it.
1: Right. And yeah. and uh, I had seen this before and I was sort of giving me like flashbacks. Oh. In a, in a sense.
0: Oh, man. Um, it had some sort of ring of inner truth for you. Yes. Mm.
1: Now, uh, Guide to the Unknown, uh, many people don't know this. We, we thrive in the audio space, but we do a video Certainly. show. As well. Mm-hmm. We we record this show live on youtube.com slash GTTU pod. And I say that right now because Kristen and I are in a festive mood. Yes. At the moment. We are each wearing uh, very Christmassy uh, hats. Right. Chrissy has the sort of classic red Santa hat with a buckle mm-hmm. on the front in this uh, particular instance. Yeah. Kind of
0: pilgrim esque.
1: I've gone a little bit uh, unconventional yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, I realized, uh, you know what they say. They say that Santa's red suit mm-hmm. was uh, a contrivance by the Coca Cola company.
0: Oh, right, right. Yeah, they
1: say that that's where they got the red from. Right. And I don't remember where we talked about this, but it was recent that I remembered something I'd forgotten. Our father used to collect Santas, mm-hmm. and so he had these, you know, Santa Claus statues, dolls, whatever. Yeah. But they seemed like they were almost from all over the globe. Yes. So it was all kinds of Santas wearing, like, a green robe, a purple robe. And uh, it occurred to me, like, yeah, if they say that Coca-Cola is responsible for making Santa red, why don't I go and do my own thing? Absolutely. I've got a black Santa hat on, still with white trim. Right. I I like my contrast. Of course. And I had a vision, and I asked uh, my wonderful uh, uh, partner, Allie, if she could make it a reality, take one of my black hoodies, Mm -hmm. put some white trim on it, a nice cozy hoodie that I enjoy wearing every day. Yeah, And so I've got myself a black and white Santa suit.
0: Right. It came
1: out fantastically. Yeah. And I I feel comfy, cozy. Sure, I feel like I could do some last minute like target runs in this with Zoe and it would be silly or something like that. Uh I'm going to wear this sucker on Christmas Eve. Yeah. On Christmas Day. Try to stop me. I might wear it, you know. In, I wouldn't in, dare in the middle of April. I would not dare to try to stop you. Don't get in my way. I'm going to plow right over you like yeah. a bulldozer
0: in your sleigh.
1: Yes, exactly. Well, yep. what would I drive though? Because the whole idea is to be like take. Take the holiday stuff and just make it you make it fit your vibe. Right. Right? I want to be comfy in my hoodie. Of course. But I also enjoy sometimes dressing up like Santa. I've dressed like Santa many times. Yeah. You like a costume. I do like a costume. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. But I've also like, I I played Santa at an old job Yep. that I did. I like put white in my beard and did like the whole thing. Um, I've made videos for children before as Santa. Yeah. This is true. Um, and now I like the idea that I can be... I've got a dark beard. Yeah. I'm young Santa.
0: Yeah. Well you know Well You're Santa.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Thank you for putting me back in my place, sis. (laughs) Kristen always I get texts from Kristen every day that just says TikTok, getting older every minute. <laughs> that's
0: right.
1: Never lets me forget it.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's also a little generous to describe your beard as dark, but
1: well, we can go right ahead. Some parts of it are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe the other day said that my hair is purple <laughs> 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 because it's no longer dark. It's like it's like salt and pepper, I guess. Yeah. And she didn't know what to say, and she was yeah. like, "It's purple." Aww. I think you could see colors coming in through well, the grey
0: Also, gray has like a purplish cast to it. Oh, is that like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Aunt Chrissy got to her. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: <laughs> Look, Aunt Chrissy's got plenty of purple, quote unquote, in her hair too. So
1: mm, Sure. I don't <laughs> I see it. Well,
0: it's under my hat right now.
1: But... <laughs> oh, that's why? Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought your hair was just fuzzy and yeah. pointy and red. Right. All right.
0: So why don't you tell us about Demonic Toys, the movie?
1: I'm going first. Yeah. I'm not right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess I thought I could, for like, forestall. <laughs> I could delay. You can't. All right. We're going to talk about the movie Demonic Toys now. Yeah. This is a movie from 1992, which actually means that it's 30 years old. So this is also its anniversary.
0: Okay. Happy anniversary, Demonic
1: Toys. Happy anniversary. Um, This is a movie, and I'm going to call out these credits for a very particular reason, directed by Peter Mnugian. Mm-hmm. Written by David S. Goyer. Yeah. From a concept by Charles Band. One of those names might stick out to a few people out there. David S. Goyer is a very successful screenwriter, perhaps best known for writing The Dark Knight.
0: Yeah, so weird.
1: Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, Blade, he wrote Man of Steel- he also wrote, you know, like like uh, Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Like things that people would point to as like a bad mark of quality or something. Right. The point is he's incredibly accomplished. Mm-hmm. Has written some of the greatest movies ever produced. Yeah. And his third movie that he ever worked on was Demonic Toys for Full Moon Pictures. You gotta start somewhere. And I, I have to tell you, watching this junk slash trash movie... About toys that come to life and kill you. Mm -hmm. Literally a baby doll. Baby oopsie. Right. Comes to life and stabs somebody. Baby oopsie. And stabs people and then goes, oopsie. That's the game. That's a foot. (laughs) It's actually a fairly well considered and structured film. Okay. Even though I'm obviously grading on a curve. (laughs) Right. I started watching Demonic Toys expecting it to be... Like, almost unbearable. Dreck. Dreck. And because I had that expectation, it ended up sort of surprising me at a couple of turns. And uh, maybe it'll surprise the rest of you. Okay, great. We'll, we'll see. Let's find out together. This is some of the, here, here are some of the taglines to whet your appetite, right? You're not sure if you should go in and see this thing. Uh-huh. The tagline might sell you. For 66 years, evil has been watching, waiting, and wanting for someone to play with its toys. It's a long tagline. Very long, but also like wildly accurate. (laughs) There's an evil demon in this movie.
0: That's been laying in wait?
1: Yes. Okay. And it can only use its energy. It took a lot of energy to bring these toys to life. It needed this to happen. Yeah. Uh, Another tagline, playtime has begun. Okay. They want to play with you Ah. Ah, ah, it's the Ah. inverse usually i want to play with toys (laughs) yeah they want to play with me so the movie opens with uh two undercover cops Mm -hmm. and one of them is explaining a nightmare that she had or just a a dream she keeps having this is judith gray undercover cop main character she has a dream Mm -hmm. where she is sitting in a room that is full of grandfather clocks it's a little trippy. It looks. It made me think a little bit of Stranger Things season four with yeah. all the grandfather clock stuff and the upside down. Yeah. There are two boys, like eight-year-olds, sitting on the ground playing the card game War. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what that is, almost like, um, you know, you each flip up a card and, you know, a two beats a th- – uh, a, a two beat uh, two, – two beats nothing. I don't <laughs> know why I start with two. A ten beats an eight. Yeah. Right? So somebody would win that hand when you flip up those cards. But if you both flip up the same card, you're in a war, mm-hmm. as it's called, and there's like a different phase of the game. The two kids on the ground are locked in war. Locked in war. In a battle for the ages. They flip up their cards, and it's always the same one as each other. They, each, each of them has a jack. Each of them has an ace. One of them has blonde hair. One of them has dark hair. One of them has like green contacts in his eyes and long nails. So, obviously, this is some sort of a metaphor for, like, good Good and evil. Good and evil, yeah. Yes. And they're locked in a battle, (laughs) a war, right? Heady stuff. I'm not saying that it's going to blow your hair back and and impress you. I'm saying you sort of, within minutes, you're like, oh, I sort of, I can already sort of see what this is going to be about. Mm -hmm. Which is how structure in a movie often works, where you sometimes look at something at the beginning and you can extrapolate like, oh, I bet it's going to go in this direction or that direction, but I don't know which one, Right. but I sort of know what we're up against. And it tells you that somebody who's writing this sort of has a plan. Okay. It's like, to me, it was comforting. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, somebody cares. Right. It's not just like somebody's in the shower and a toy comes in.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, there's a little more to it. A little more. Very little more, but a little more. So this undercover duo are also dating. Mm-hmm. She reveals to him she's pregnant okay. and he's going to be a Dada. They're
0: going to have to get some toys.
1: Except they're about to get embroiled in an arms deal with these two criminal guys and it goes south fast. Dada cop is shot by one of the bad guys. Mm. He also shoots one of the bad guys. Okay. As Judith is tending to her boyfriend partner, the bad guys run off, one of them limping because he's been shot, and they take refuge in a an abandoned toy of course. warehouse or toy factory or something. Of course they do. Which, uh, one of them, having been shot, is like crawling in, basically like about to die, looking around at all the toys, and even goes like, these fudging toys. Yeah. Falls down in a spotlight. And his blood drips into a crack in the ground, uh, which seems to bring the toys to life. Yeah. This is 1992. Several years earlier, I want to say like 88,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, Child's Play Yeah, did exactly this? Yes. Where Charles Lee Ray has been shot, <laughs> the Southside Strangler, mm-hmm. has been shot by a cop, runs and ends up in a toy store.
0: Yeah, it's a bold move on, on Demonic Toys part. <clears throat>
1: bold or just
0: theft? It sounds like theft. It's like exactly what happens. Is it just... It's taking- a shootout with cops, uh-huh. and the bad guy goes into a toy store slash factory.
1: And and his b- right. dying act revives the toys. Yes. But I, at this point, I was sort of like, well, wait a minute. Like, also, this is a 1992 movie put out by Full Moon Pictures. Mm-hmm. Budget, production value, you know. <laughs>
0: it's it's <nice. laughs> all uh all it sounds like all the quality of one of those movies that you would see at Blockbuster with a funny cover yes. that you bring home and it looks like your friend shot
1: it. That's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um uh the dolls themselves, the evil dolls, like baby oopsie, looks like a stupid, gross hand puppet. Yeah. When the guy who was shot is dying and he sees all the dolls, it's like Normal baby dolls everywhere. Normal teddy bears everywhere. And then, and then is the there cam- every
0: once in a while just like a freaky looking one?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I wonder which one's going to wake up. Right. Oh, I wonder which one is baby oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Is it the one with like a disgusting like. <laughs> with like sharp teeth? Yeah. Yeah. The- there's a teddy bear one that does not look like it was ever going to be a cuddly nice teddy bear. It looks yeah. like it was only made to be a monster. Right. <laughs> and the second that he's in the spotlight and his blood drips, these things like immediately wake up. Yeah. No. No. You know, voodoo incantation, or and I'm like, are these dolls just waking up on their own? Like, What's the deal? It's just happening. Is that good. all there is to it? No. Okay. No. We'll get that dream. Yeah. Foretold something, Kristen. <laughs> That's what, There's a reason why I shared it with you. Of course. But first, we've got to meet more characters. There's an undercover. Or no, no, no. There's a. There's a disgusting security guard like a gross security guard guy Mm -hmm. who works in this factory and um uh we meet him as he's placing an order over the phone with chunky chicken cool um and he's uh trying to get in touch with like a rebel guy who works at chunky chicken Mm -hmm. he's like Come on man, just give me the 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 number 2 spicy extra chunky sauce, whatever, and make it snappy. And don't forget the honey for my biscuits this time, you little shit. Like it's like really <laughs> aggressive and yeah. weird. And at Chunky Chicken, we see rebel guy who's going to be one of our main characters. He's smoking a cigarette and just grabbing chicken off the counter and throwing it in a bag. Uh-huh. Uh, uh content warning ish uh for for the things i'm telling you about demonic toys okay but this i couldn't not mention this because i thought this was a bizarre moment i thought it was a little funny and very like 80s early 90s-ish to be like somebody's in a fast food place with a cigarette dangling out of their mouth as they grab the food without gloves yeah like it feels like some sort of a like anti-consumerism right sort of message fast food is bad yeah but this is one of our heroes and his boss comes out and goes excuse me employee rebel rebellious boy mm-hmm. is that a cigarette in your mouth that i see I'm trying to chastise him and rebel boys come back he goes no it's your dick oh okay and i, I cool joke i took a note and I was, like I, I don't know what it means perfect joke beautifully what, executed what does it mean nothing it has to mean something no it doesn't is he saying? What are you, you looking for? It, or is he saying, "It's as teeny as a c- cigarette, as your little wiener"? But also, it's in my mouth.
0: <laughs> I don't know. No, I think it's just as dumb as 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 nothing.
1: When somebody just goes like your mother, and it like yes. is detached of uh, a divorce. Yes, context. I don't think it means
0: anything. He's like, what do you think it is? It's a cigarette. Oh, it's your dick. I think
1: that's weird. <laughs> it's like its stupid it, thing is. it doesn't make me like you, right? But that's what, like, that's where it's supposed to be in a movie to be like, he's such a bad boy. But I was like, I don't understand. And Perhaps there I am A sitting certain person. Like a, like a pupil.
0: <laughs> at the, at the feet of demonic toys. Yes. Teach me.
1: Dutifully taking notes on right. papyrus with a quill. Right. Writing this quote down. Right. So I don't forget to say it to you. Right. Because I was f- t- completely flummoxed. Had no Why? idea. Haven't you seen a bad movie before? They just say shit. But. But no, they. But I don't know. Yes, they do, and no, they don't. Like they're, they're, you write it, you you don't accidentally write something down. It doesn't accidentally get to the final draft. It doesn't accidentally get shot and kept in the movie, unless somebody's like, "That's a cool joke,"
0: uh huh, or that's yeah. a
1: funny joke, yeah. And I just don't get the joke. <laughs> <So> right. <laughs> that's what. That's all I'm saying. Um, so these are going to be like key. Key characters that we're going to know for a good long time. Yeah. Chunky chicken rebel guy will deliver the chicken. Do you
0: know his name? No. Really?
1: Uh, uh, okay. I, I don't know. It didn't matter to me. Let's just call him Bob. We'll call him Bob. Yeah. It didn't matter to me who Bob was or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I, but you
0: lingered on the cigarette joke.
1: It just, <laughs> it stood out. You could, I couldn't help but notice it. Sure. Just like I couldn't help but notice this other moment. Yeah. He delivers the chicken and gross security guard um, And I couldn't tell. it Like, they're friends, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gross security guard orders this chicken every day or week or something, whatever. Uh, Bob from Chunky Chicken goes like, got a tea by midnight, like always. I'm like, is this a date? Are you friends? Yeah. And then he sits down in a chair to hang out. Oh. So security guard opens up a Playboy and shows him the centerfold model, a yeah. nudie lady. Yeah. And he goes, look at that. And I almost thought that cool chunky chicken rebel guy would have to be like, yeah uh, pretty cool Ned mm-hmm. I like, just sort of be like but I get the real thing something yeah, right. to make totally. something to make rebel guys seem cool yeah as opposed to gross security guard he takes the magazine he goes yeah, look at that camera <laughs> camera cuts away when it cuts back his mouth is on it
0: what is going on this is the second movie that one of us has had to watch. In recent months where this has happened. Yes. This is a phenomenon. This also yes. happened in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake.
1: No. Friday the 13th reboot.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because it feels like Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> yes. I know exactly where that came from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a guy licks a magazine right. on Friday the 13th. And the kid here, I watched it a few times. I scrubbed back. Uh-huh. I turned a big dial to like bring it back frame <laughs> by frame. He's either got his mouth on it, on the paper. Yeah. Or his nose. Uh, He's either sniff. I don't know. Sucks. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. Boy, but here's what here's what we're up against. Let's get back to the fact that this is ostensibly about toys. Sure, because I I sort of got away from that. <laughs> Our cast of of demonic toys. Mm-hmm. We've got, as I mentioned, Baby Oopsie Daisy. Yeah, this is a classic sort of like baby doll. It's wearing some sort of. Little baby pajamas. Yep. Right? Now, I have to assume that there was a, I think we're all aware of at least the joke of that that doll that's like, and it pees. Right. Because that was a real toy that was on the market. Like, you could feed a baby doll a bottle, mm-hmm. and then it'll wet its diaper. Yeah. That's disgusting, but that was a thing that was on the market. Right. Baby Oopsie Daisy, when it wakes up, has a line. It says, Okay. <laughs> he attacks the 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 gross guard. Eventually, he will kill this guard. Mm-hmm. But he says, "Hey, you fat fudge! I'm baby oopsie daisy! You lard ass!"
0: So it sounds like they were kind of like taking Child's Play, obviously, as inspiration. Let's say, yeah. But dialing it up, perhaps. Do you think that this was like this is like the the even cruder, like rougher
1: Chucky? I think. I have to assume this is the same company that would make Evil Bong, uh huh, and Ginger Dead Man. Yeah, I think they knew like we're making crap.
0: Yeah, right. right? No, I think definitely.
1: Anyway, <laughs> so um, I think that they knew like we're making bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. garbage, yeah. and so we're gonna lean actually... in as much as possible. Right. Um. So Baby Oopsie Daisy goes on to say, so he calls him not only a fat fudge and a lard ass. It continues. This is all one quote. Will you be my special friend? I can walk. I can talk. I can even shit my pants. (laughs) Can you shit your
0: pants? Did he say that? Yes. And what was the answer?
1: I think he shoots the cop with a gun. The security guard. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. So am I. Wait. Okay. So he just
0: says, can you shit your pants? And then baby oopsie shoots the cop with security gun. Is that what you're saying?
1: So there's not no, no, No 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 Baby Oopsie says all of that. The cop didn't say anything.
0: Right. Okay. Maybe I just said he something. He says wrong. I can
1: walk, I can talk, right. I can even shit my pants. And then can he you shoot your pants. And then
0: he shoots the cop. <laughs> okay. I was wondering what the cop's answer
1: was. Gotcha. And then starts stabbing the cop. <laughs> okay. This is this is not a really typical sure th- baby doll. Making sure the job's done. That's exactly right, yeah. Kristen. Um so that's that's baby oopsie daisy. Shows up in every sequel, not that there are many. Um, even got its own standalone movie a few years ago. Baby, oopsie, Daisy. Yeah. Um. the The most notable one, the most recognizable one, I think, if anybody knows this franchise, is a Jack in the Box. Right. Um. Uh. But when you spin it out, pops a clown on a spring, like a clown head on a spring. Yeah. But I'm not really sure what's going on. The clown head is is horrifying. Yeah. Like this was not a toy. Like none of these toys. And this is where it's like, what was the goal here? Is it like these dolls came to life and became grotesque versions of the dolls? Or these are just dolls that were animated and are doing bad things?
0: Right, because a definite departure, it seems like, from Child's Play is that Chucky looks like, except for when he's mad, looks like a doll that you could buy. Yes. Definitely none of these would be existing on
1: the shelf. No, they all look horrible. This clown thing
0: is kind of in the style of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes,
1: um he's got fangs and like bloodshot eyes yeah but also the fact that like a jack-in-the-box is usually like something on a spring they've now extrapolated in the movie that that tube body Mm -hmm. is not just a spring he is basically a snake yeah and there is a snake tail in that box as well that can come out and shake a baby rattle oh but also baby oopsie daisy has like a potty mouth like talks to people Sounds like it and will, like, like shout stuff at you. Sounds like Baby Oopsie uses rough language. Oh, boy. There is some bad language in this movie. That baby would get in trouble. Not for kinder. Yeah. Let's just say that- uh, <laughs> For kinder folk. I think uh, old Krampus would be paying these dolls a visit. Uh-huh. So, for some reason, even though Jack Attack, the Jack-in-the-box clown snake, has a mouth and a humanoid face. Yeah. It's like human features. He can't talk. He only laughs, but his laugh is an incessant, like, yeah, ah, 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 and it'll play for, it'll play for like, you know, two minutes at a time. Yeah. It oh, is, God. It is so long and obnoxious. Uh-huh. And he can coil his snake body around people's necks and stuff. This is like the image that like, he's almost like an icon of demonic toys. Yeah. But he's nothing weird i don't understand why i
0: guess they just like the visual or something i seriously have never seen any of this before this really this is brand new to my eye as of when we decided to do this last week i had never heard of the movie and i've never seen these images
1: it was very hard deciding on the topic for this week because we each were talking about like we'll do demonic toys and Kristen was like great so i'll look up like a bunch of like real life stuff and i was like "No, no no we should watch the movies (laughs)
0: <laughs> like a, I didn't like, understand.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't. And I only thought of them as the movie, not the real life versions of toys. Yeah, we had a big disconnect. We're at cross purposes. Yeah. But yeah, I think most people don't know this exists. Mm-hmm. And I think that's for the best.
0: Right. I was better before.
1: If anything, I think I'm hurting the world by yeah. reminding some people. By or spreading this. Potentially introducing some folks who might never have encountered this before. Right. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, now you know to avoid it. <laughs> sure although i do think that this is not well anyway there's grizzly teddy it's a teddy bear but it, it's got fangs yeah whatever at, at some point in the movie it becomes like a big man in a suit mm-hmm. for no clear reason that i can figure out and the last most boring one possible is mr static <laughs> yeah he is a robot he really doesn't look scary no he looks like a boring robot on like tank treads mm-hmm. and he can shoot laser beams yeah. It's like they were like, I don't know, well, we should make a fourth real quick. Right. Uh, it's like, what, Mr. Static, who cares? So, here's here's the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Here's, now we've got everybody's in the warehouse, right? And uh, they're, they're aware that these toys just killed the security guard, so there are evil toys about. Yeah. Doctor, or doctor, uh, officer Judith Gray, she's lost her partner. Um, uh, one of the bad guys died and his death brought these toys to life yeah she's captured the last bad guy but she starts having like visions of one of the boys from her dream
0: mm-hmm. the boy
1: with the dark hair and the yellow eyes ah. and the claws for hands um it turns out that uh there was a demon here um 66 years ago a demon tried to um uh, be birthed through a human woman mm-hmm into our world. This is shown in a flashback. Okay. Um, he explains this to uh, Judith. He keeps like hounding her and like saying tantalizing, teasing things. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up warping her inside a dollhouse with him. Yeah. So you would think that it's supposed to be like everything, like all the furniture in this room should look like toys. They didn't do that. It looks like they're just like in a kid's bedroom. Yeah. But he's like, this is a dollhouse. It's a part of another world. Mm. It's like, okay. Yeah. And he explains his entire plot. So. 66 years ago, he was almost born to a human woman. They show a farmhouse where a kindly old doctor, uh, it's like Ma and Pa Kent, you know? It's like yeah. kind old farm folk are helping a lady give birth. They're like, it's almost here. It's almost here. And the baby that comes out has devil horns. Uh-huh. And it looks like Voldemort's like Horcrux okay. version of Voldemort, you know? Yeah, yep. It's like knees like clutched up to his chest. Yeah,
0: it's, it's not fully formed.
1: Correct. And it's dead upon birth. And they, they go like, I'm so sorry, but he was born dead. And you realize they're not talking to the woman at all. Yeah. They're talking to the dead body that they've got. And they go, you'll just have to try again, little fella.
0: <laughs> so it, it's like a troop of people who were trying to bring this demon into the world?
1: Yes. Okay. And it's very Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Because it's old folks who worship Satan. Yeah. Right? Okay. Love so that's that. that's kind of fun. Yeah. And we learned that that was Halloween night, because in that moment, knock, 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 there are trick-or-treaters at the front door. uh uh-huh. Like classic little kids dressed up like a skeleton and stuff. Yeah. And they go trick-or-treat, and the guy goes, well, I'll give you kids something much better than candy. And he comes out with a large bundle wrapped in black fabric. And he goes, here you go. Think of it like a seed this happens as like casually what? as i'm saying it to you these kids just showed up and is they... it
0: the baby thing yeah oh my he god he gives them
1: a, a the corpse of a baby demon he puts it in one of their trick-or-treat bags and goes put it in the earth and someday it'll try to be reborn he why is he children. making the
0: kids do that I don't know. Maybe it's part of the prophecy.
1: (laughs) I don't know. The the kids are just unwitting. That's so
0: unreliable. Like, if that's important for this to be buried so that it can be reborn, you don't know that the kids are going to
1: do that. Uh, uh, Yeah. Quite a gamble. A a tremendous gamble. Yeah. Tremendous gamble. But the kids just go, thank you, and leave? Yeah. And I was like, is this... It? Like, it felt like it was going to come back from the flashback for a second? Yeah. But it shows that the kids went to what would eventually become the site of this toy factory, and they opened their trick-or-treat bags, opened the black fabric, saw the corpse of a demon baby. Yeah. Went, ah! And dropped it, and it made a cartoonish squishing sound as it landed in a hole. Oh my god. Over the course of 66 years, a factory was built over that spot. <laughs> or did a fa- factory spring I know. from the
0: seed of that thing?
1: That was, it built a factory itself. Yeah. Um, until one night, a man lay down on that spot and bled out from being shot.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And his blood brought the demon back, who has possessed these dolls. All of them are doing wow. his bidding. Yeah. He says, I've, I'm quite weak. It took a lot of my energy to bring the dolls to life. But I will grow stronger with every death. Ah. So it's an investment. Yeah, I'm right. I'm spending a lot of energy <laughs> to bring these dolls to life, knowing but. that they're going to kill everyone in here. Rebel guy, security guard, cop, and secret runaway girl who's been living in the air shafts. Oh. She's there too. So all these people will die. It'll make the demons stronger. Uh-huh. Plus... Uh, Officer Judith Gray is pregnant. Yeah. So the demon knows this, and his ultimate plan is to possess her, eat the soul of her unborn child, and then be born through her. Oh, man. And come to life and take over the world. Boy, well, you know what? That is ultimately the plot of Demonic Toys. (laughs) That's
0: crazy. And I think let's find out what happens Ultimately,
1: right? I mean, you can probably guess. (laughs) It's a tale as old as time.
0: Yeah. What happens?
1: I don't know. It occurred to me that when I was like, I bet you can guess. I was like, actually, it is stupid and weird. I, this is It's not as if you could go like, right. the ingredients I have. I know what's being made.
0: Yeah, it's not like this is a formulaic thing. Where right. We're like, oh, of course. Yeah. Well, we will find out from Will what happens in Demonic Toys after these words from us. Yes. Um, We just want to let you know that we have a Patreon that you can become a member of if you would like to support the show and if you would like to get a bunch of bonuses back as a thank you for doing so. It is so super important. It is the lifeblood of Guides the Unknown. It is as though you are falling on our factory floor, dripping some blood and bringing us to life.
1: That's a great way to put
0: it. Yeah, so you can go to patreon.com slash gttupod Cruise around, see the tiers, figure out what works best for you, and then choose something and get back up to a bonus episode every single week in return. Because we have a whole separate podcast called The Netherworld Dispatch that comes out every Monday. Yeah. So go check that out at patreon.com slash Pod.
1: The most recent episode, we watch and discuss the latest teaser trailer for Scream 6, mm-hmm. by which I mean the the only teaser trailer. The first footage that we've seen of the movie yeah we watch it discuss it we talk about the show wednesday we get into a lot of like pop culture news mm-hmm. which was very fun that's literally out right this second yeah so go there find a tier that uh that fits you and have a good time patreon.com slash pod. um and uh yeah why do i feel like there was something else that i wanted to say about you didn't i don't you know do, didn't something really cool happen with you it did what just happened oh i remember what happened with you
0: Oh, the ancient aliens thing? Yes. Oh
1: yeah. We didn't mention this. You know I think it bears mentioning. Sure. The guide to the on Un- this is where like sometimes I like a podcast as sort of like a document in time. Uh
0: huh. You know, yeah, like
1: a diary to some extent. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Kristen uh um at some point wrote an article about the hat man. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like a sleep paralysis demon that people have seen.
1: We've covered the hat man on this show. Yep. But Chrissy wrote an article for uh, uh, a publication mm-hmm. uh, called Hunter Killer. Not not really sure what it is. But so Kristen wrote this article and and put it out there. It was very popular, and a listener of the, the show. Yeah,
0: our listener Chris was watching Ancient Aliens and he emailed us and said, hey, your article was on Ancient Aliens and it turns out that they just have a screenshot of the article on the screen for a second.
1: It's very cool.
0: Yeah, it's very weird.
1: It's weird. It like attributes it to a different writer, but it is you who wrote I it. I know.
0: It, they must have just had some RSSS reader that they had access to and ju- that. this is part of why it doesn't make that much of a dent for me because it feels like it has like nothing to do with me. They just... Searched the hat man, saw that there was something, screenshotted it, put it on the show.
1: But it's weird that they can do that. <laughs> Isn't is that weird. material like owned by theoretically Hunter Killer? I, I don't would know. think. But when you look at it, if you look at the 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 moment, if you look at this episode of Ancient Aliens, it's all about shadow beings. Yeah. Um, when they post the article, they like show the article's like byline or mm-hmm. whatever, um, it doesn't say your name except it shows yeah. the top like of the article itself and it says For more of Kristen, follow at Chillin' Kristen Mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, she's from Guide to the Unknown. Right. Like, it says a bunch of stuff. I know. It's so weird. It was really – I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And honestly, I think that, like, if we were better at, like, marketing ourselves or something, I feel like we should really have been, like, leveraging and been, like – Hey History Channel, hey Discovery Plus, you lo- you used Kristen's article. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might like to hear her talk.
0: Yeah, on yeah. one of
1: your shows. If you're if well, you're going you to do that, I did. But like, I'm the kind of person like I'll tweet something one time and leave it be. Meanwhile, like I saw today, Apple was like introducing, and I was like, oh, they have a new product, the new iPhone 14. It's like iphone 14 came out a month ago yeah right they'll they'll, most people market and they're like this is new this is new this is new for months well they also have staff there's nothing to stop me from doing these things Kristen. okay except my own dignity yeah i don't know what it is right but like this is the stuff that we should be doing Eh. because i really i want to see you on the history channel
0: (laughs) i would have nothing to say on ancient
1: aliens bull spit (laughs) you are a you are a specialist in pop culture You are a specialist in uh, the way that people react to folklore. Mm. And you have a popular uh, podcast that speaks specifically about these topics. That is true. That is true. I'm telling you. Get us on there. Get us on there, everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whoever is listening, get us on some publications. Yeah. We need you. Yeah. I'm throwing myself in there now, too. As you should. Help me.
0: (laughs) As you should. It was completely – I'm telling you, it was completely random that they chose my thing. It has nothing to do with me at all. So you should – if we're talking about being talking heads, you should certainly
1: be. But Chrissy, you don't know that. You don't know that somebody behind the scenes didn't, like, look up stuff about the hat man, go, I liked this one. This is Mm -hmm. the one I'm putting in. Perhaps. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm – yeah. Again, I I don't think the things happen. This is a we've frequently had this debate on this show a few times where it's like that cigarette joke, right? This mm-hmm. is a good example of it where I'm like, but what does it mean? It's funny because like for you, you're so willing in matters of like uh, pop culture stuff or productions to be like. It doesn't mean anything. It's just part. It's just in there. Who cares? Yeah. But I'm always like, no, no, no. It it took work for it to get there. So it means it's like when we look for like meaning in life, uh you know, where like some people will see like a sign in the clouds or something. And I would say it's just clouds. Yeah. Right. We're reversed on this. If it made it into a production, (laughs) I'm assuming that somebody had a thought about it somewhere.
0: They may have, but also I think in any kind of work that anybody does, you've had jobs, I've had jobs. You definitely have to just like, all right, I just have to get this done, do stuff. That happens all the time. So I, I just don't. Whatever, it doesn't matter.
1: Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think I think it's a, a little bit more than that, and I think uh, you deserve a thousand kudos and pats on the back. Well, thank you. All right. They they use a flamethrower on baby oopsie. Let's get let's get back to it. <laughs> they use a flamethrower on baby oopsie. Uh, the the rebel guy uses a shotgun. He blows the the snake clown's head clean off.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're like annihilated.
1: They're they're, they're fighting back. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get to the 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 stupid stuff that really happens. So they're like crawling around in like air ducts, and for some reason they look out and they're like, "Oh my god, look!" And it's little girls. Uh huh. It's like at least three little girls riding tricycles through the warehouse. And they have gas masks on. Okay. And they're riding, and they look, and they see them up in the air shaft, and they point, and that's how the toys know that they're in there. Oh. Those girls are not toys. Okay. The Why runaway, are they there? You, may, you remember I mentioned uh-huh. like a runaway had been living in the air vents for yeah. some reason? She's like, Yeah, they're they're hallucinations. They're sentries. They're not like the toys, but they work for the toys. Like. So there's some sort
0: of supernatural beings? How do you know this?
1: Why do you, why do you know this? How do you know this? What's going on? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. But like there's all of a sudden just like imagery that doesn't connect to toys or the demons. Like I guess they work. Maybe they work for the demon. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But these girl in, girls in gas masks, it's like they came from a different movie.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> it sounds like
1: it. It's bizarre. Weird. But so um, uh, the original dream that Officer Judy had was two boys playing war. Mm-hmm. One of them was bad, one of them was good. The good boy starts getting involved. Ah, fighting back. She is finally like tied down to the spot, the like you know, the, the spot in the the spotlight where blood brought back the,
0: At the toys factory in the first
1: place. She's tied down. The demon is winning, and he keeps talking about how they need to do quote the nasty. Okay, this is said several times. The nasty. I'll do the nasty. he says. Oh my several times. God, at least twice.
0: So the demon's a loser.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. as most demons are. <laughs> yeah I'm sorry, I'm yet to see a cool <laughs> one. But so Black Philip, mm-hmm, I'm like Black Philip. Oh right, mm-hmm. So um a little toy soldier, almost like a claymation Christmas special toy soldier thing, comes up and cuts these binds that are tying her to the ground. Yeah, stakes. Um, and uh then becomes a a child, this okay. toy just like in the blink of an eye, anamorphs into a little boy oh. dressed like a toy soldier. The demon, um, and he fight. They're two children, they're like both eight year olds. What? I know. Yep. Because the 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 ultimate bad guy here is he's like, I can become any I can present myself however I want. Uh-huh. And to prove it, he becomes just like a random zombie. He becomes the dead boyfriend cop. But what's up with the little boy? Yes. So there's a good spirit.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Right. So it will be explained. Uh, they they basically just stab the demon yeah. in the chest with the with the toy soldier bayonet, and mm-hmm. he dies. Okay. Which is weird. But so good has won. <laughs> this is, this is, Finally This is really weird too There's there's uh, the Chunky Chicken guy Yeah He's just off on his own adventure The girl in the, the air vents The runaway she gets killed She gets stabbed in the face By a baby oopsie And uh-huh. kills her uh, Chunky Chicken Sets his car on fire <laughs> He sets his car on fire Ostensibly it's like One of those things Where it's like He like leaks the gasoline He's gonna blow up the whole factory Yeah They do that like It's gonna be like The whole thing is gonna explode But they cut back to the lady where she learns that the good boy is a spirit as well because okay. he hasn't been born yet. Oh, that is her unborn child. Oh, she's thirty-one days pregnant. Wow. <laughs> and she goes, "What's your name?" And he goes, "You haven't given me one yet." <laughs> and he he helped her defeat the demon. Wow. And then uh, uh, Chunky Chicken runs in like he's gonna. He's like, "We gotta get out of here!" I set the building on fire, kind of thing. And he goes. I, I sense and hear that it's it's over, it's finally over. I'm like, yeah, you set your chunky chicken mobile on fire for nothing,
0: right? Right.
1: And I, I sort of wondered if, like, in his head, he's like, "My boss is going to be pissed." Yeah, definitely. For the chunky chicken,
0: Surprised there wasn't a line like that.
1: I know there's not <laughs> though. It's like almost just like irrelevant. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but then uh, it just gets like very like, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, she she goes goodbye, little boy. And the little boy turns back into the toy soldier guy and like this salutes. This so weird. Salutes and it fades to black and the credits start rolling. <laughs> what a weird movie. It's, it's bizarre.
0: <laughs> Strange.
1: It's bizarre. And so in the end, all these <laughs> toys are destroyed, right? Um. Yes. Teddy bear becomes a giant teddy bear, gets smashed by the car. Right. That's probably why the car gets set on fire in the first place is to blow him up. Okay. probably like it was supposed to blow up everything. Snake Clown gets his head shot off with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Baby Oopsie gets flamethrowered in the face. Yeah. And then. And yet they come back for sequels, is really where I'm going. Well, because the sequels, to my understanding, and we'll take a look on the Netherworld Dispatch, mm-hmm. the sequels sort of ignore. Like, it's like stuff where it's like another demon is resurrected. You think that they would just use any toys? Yeah, or they want to use these toys.
0: Right. I'm that's, not sure. Yeah, that's surprising. It to seems me, but like. I, I mean, I guess they just need to because these are the toys we know as an audience.
1: These are our icons. But it doesn't
0: seem to make a lot of sense. No,
1: because also these suck.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So if
1: you're gonna if you if you've gotten the green light for a sequel, no, they certainly look like crap. Do something better. Yeah. Let the clown thing talk. People love a scary clown. You'd think that he would be some sort of a ringleader.
0: I guess they were a hit in some shape or form.
1: In some corner of the world, yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Because they, they must have felt that the, d- the demand was high enough.
1: And I'm not sure how Mr. Static died, the robot, hmm. Mr. Sphincter. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Mr. Sphincter, yeah. Um, but the movie sucks. Yeah. Um, I did write down a couple of reviews. One's very short. Uh, uh, two out of five stars, terrible movie. Probably one of the worst <laughs> horror movies I've ever seen. Terrible when I was a kid and terrible now. <laughs> right to the point. And then this one I wrote down because it reminded me of how like classic movie review movie reviewers talk, where it's like all full of alliteration. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to attempt it. This is the Weirdling Wolf. The demonic toys are cuter and hell- cuter than hell, and always slay well with others. Yeah, like puns and alliterations. So yep. Here we go director Peter Eliminator's Menugian's majestically mayhem-packed antisocial automaton fight fest demonic toys remains a full moon fan favorite for the most righteous of reasons. Wow. As the boisterously bedeviled B-movie ingredients of bodaciously butt-kicking skull-crushing cop Judith Gray, Tracy Scoggins, and her reluctant wise-ass punk sidekick, Doing forceful battle against hellacious hordes of wantonly warehouse trashing, tripped out terror toys in the absolutely monkey nutso hell raising pizza and fear midnight movie VHS era classic demonic toys.
0: Wow. I'm not that... even sure if
1: that sentence structure ultimately ended up working. I'm not it sure. It
0: doesn't feel like it did.
1: It doesn't feel like I said anything. Yeah. But you you know that cadence oh, of Oh, definitely. Like movie yeah, like Gene review. Shallot wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Alliteration and puns. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that they called it absolutely monkey nutso. That's a crazy thing to say. Yeah. I assume that that person writes every review like that, and more power. I would to have them. to assume, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there are people
0: who probably love the reviews and like follow them on Amazon to, sure. to see what they say. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's
1: so funny, tastemaker.
0: All right, so from the fictional world of demonic toys to the real, yes. I so I started researching, and it was pretty much all about possessed dolls, which is actually all, all about possessed dolls. When I searched for demonic toys, haunted toys, possessed toys, all doll stuff. And I was like, well, I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. And I had a vague memory of having seen an episode of the show Paranormal Witness where there were a bunch of toys that all all of a sudden started moving. So I decided to seek that out. I'm going to tell you about that episode. Excellent. Turns out the toys are kind of a footnote. Really? Not the hugest deal. Hmm, okay. And yet, it's still a pretty fun, interesting story. Very well. So I decide to still do it. Still kind of like childhood centric. It actually some stuff happens around the holidays. Excellent.
1: Perfect. So why not? There you go.
0: So here's the deal. Um, this is a story that took place in Virginia Beach in 2008. And there was a family with a husband who his name is Mike, the wife is Lisa, and they had a son named Zach at this point. Um, they got a Ouija board because their friends had told them about it. And they started trying to contact family with it, doing kind of casually. And they felt like they got feedback, like things were tracking. And so they got way into it where they started using it like two or three times a day. They're like hooked on the Ouija board, wow. Mike and Lisa. Um, Zach, their son, who seems like he was maybe like a preteen at the time or something, he wasn't into it. He said they were taking it way too seriously and just like not for him. But Lisa felt like her skepticism was falling away because she just kept getting answers that resonated from the Ouija board over and over. So she kept playing with it until about a month in. Mm. So Lisa and Mike sit down to have a nice board sesh and they ask, is there any friendly spirit here who would like to come forth and communicate with us? The board said no. And then the vibe in the room shifted And the board spelled out the name Vox, V-O-X. And then the planchette started flying around the board and moving really fast. Oh, no. And everything that was happening, all the conversation from the beyond, was about or directed toward Lisa, saying that uh, they love her, that Mike is lucky that he gets to sleep with her, uh, that she's a porn star. Oh. Like, weird stuff. And they said that they were barely touching it, but the planchette is just zooming all over the board. Um, then it zoomed over to goodbye. But after that, it spelled out, you will never be rid of me.
1: Whoa, oh no.
0: So they were fully freaked out. And then it started counting down ten, nine, eight, seven, six, sliding across the board. Five, just around along the board. And then they didn't let it go further. They like threw the planchette. And they were freaked out and they put the board away and decided to stop messing with this. Um, So they put it in a closet upstairs and they didn't touch it for a really long time. It seems like it was maybe a year or two. And then a weird thing started happening at home again, even though they weren't touching the board. Strange stuff is afoot. And by this time they had a new baby whose name was Brody.
1: So When, when, When was this? It was in 2008. Really? Because with Zach and Brody, I'm thinking like 90s, but okay.
0: Yeah, Zach and Brody are pretty 90s names. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So Lisa would be like home alone with just the baby upstairs and she started hearing footsteps this one time. And she was like, oh, I wonder if Mike came home when I didn't realize it and called out for him. But of course, nobody was there. Uh, things started feeling kind of like heavy and weird in the house, so she decided to go upstairs and check the sleeping baby, who was doing just fine, just still sleeping, when the closet doors in the baby's room just flew open. Hmm. And she was like that's strange. I don't, don't like know. That, yeah. Don't like that. Close the doors. Went along with her business. Um, And then it seemed to kind of ramp up from there. Like one time they were sitting on the couch watching TV and they had a sense of something just like whooshing between their heads. Uh, one time Lisa's in the kitchen and she felt a tug on her shirt. And there was another time where Mike came from the kitchen with a tasty snack of some pizza to offer her. That is tasty. Very. When the plate with the pizza went flying out of his hand across the room. Oh, no. For no reason. Mike didn't do this. Was the pizza
1: still on it? Yeah. There should be a Ouija movie where, like, everything got out of control, so they put the Ouija board in the closet, Mm -hmm. and then they order a pizza, and that little table on the pizza starts scooting all around the pie.
0: Or, or they use a piece of pizza as the planchette. Yes. Into the cheese, and then sliding all over the plant the the board with the pizza grease
1: and they take a bite out of the center
0: yeah so that it
1: can be the little window in the pizza
0: yeah this is good so this pizza planchette now
1: we're pizza planchette we're to something that's a good movie pizza planchette I on think it's a pizza good. Mm-hmm. paranormal pizza para pizza we'll work on it
0: yeah we'll yeah. get there uh so then around christmas time things started to get worse oh no they have a bunch of friends over And all of a sudden, this is the only thing that has anything to do with
1: toys. I I, I don't care. (laughs) Apologies. Ouija board is a toy. I know. Mind you,
0: I thought that too. It might not be
1: humanoid.
0: For some reason, the memory of this episode stuck in my head and I thought that the toys were a bigger deal, but then I was right. already in it and it was already good. So I was well, like, eh. like,
1: This is funny too, because you've already, it, it already makes me think of the movie Poltergeist a lot. Like yeah. the closet door is opened. Yeah. In Poltergeist, the closet is like the, 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 the portal spot. to the netherworld. Mm-hmm. And the toys in Poltergeist, they, they come to life and like little wind up toys yeah. are inching their way across the floor and stuff. Like this feels right. like that.
0: Well, there's a reason it feels like that, because it is that. That's what happens. So they're having this party with their friends. They're sitting around chatting. And all of a sudden, Brody's toys that they had put to the side of the room start going off. It's just a few of his toys at first, but then more and more. And it's just like chaos. They're lighting up. Music is playing. Cars are zooming They've got all their friends over and stuff. And the friends are like, what the hell? And then You're just embarrassing as. embarrassing me in front <laughs> of my company. Right. Vox. Yeah. And then just as suddenly as it started, it stops. But it made the vibe weird. So people started leaving. <laughs> they are wow. like, okay, have a good night, whatever.
1: I just remembered. I go <laughs> <her> to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 1130. yeah i know it's a midnight service Mm -hmm. it's june (laughs) like any any rebuttal totally um
0: so then it was undeniable like they felt like they could kind of kid themselves at first and be like oh we're just being crazy like you know there was a a draft that made it feel like something was whooshing by us like i had butterfingers and my pizza plate went flying but now all their friends saw it so they're like
1: butterfingers for lunch
0: (laughs) (laughs) and pizza for dinner uh And so now it's like a little bit more real and they started to be afraid it was going to hurt someone. The older son who does talking heads in this thing, he's like a teenager during the filming, uh, said that he felt like it was especially strong by Brody's room and he didn't like to turn his back on the room because it just like there was like a weird vibe. But Brody was always fine. He was never attacked, anything, but just like there was something going on. You could sense it. Yes. Uh, So one night Lisa woke up with pain in her leg and she looked and it was a six inch scratch classic demonic behavior yes then like right it's silent and then all of a sudden brody starts screaming from the nursery so she runs in and he's pointing to the closet which had been closed when they put him down but now it's flung open um the same thing happens a few days later where brody wakes up in the the middle of night is upset pointing at the closet flung open so this time she ties the doors shut and she walks away and hears them shaking Mm. like they're fighting the ties so they felt like they couldn't move again just like kind of classic haunted house stuff they invested too much in the house whatever they just have to sort of deal it's with it not easy
1: to pick up and leave
0: no certainly not um, so they're just like going on with life as best they can. And one day Lisa went to go get Brody from his room after his nap. And she's just like holding him, like just starts to turn walk out of the door and she sees a black figure in the hallway. So just comes back in and is like, Oh my God, what the hell? And just waited and would like peek every once in a while. And the figure was still there. And so she's like, Oh, I can't go out there until finally it wasn't there. And she walked out and, you know, was like, all right, this is enough. Like, Not only are physical things happening, I just saw a physical figure, we gotta do something. And um, they said that they didn't feel comfortable trying to get in touch with a church. I don't know if it just wasn't their thing or what, but they were put in touch with somebody whose name is Johnny Grey Wolf Flores. Okay. And they really don't explain who he is beyond saying that they didn't wanna to go to the church. But um, he seems like he is some sort of healer. Okay. Uh, So he said he felt like it really had to do with the stairs and asked if there was anything going on upstairs because they hadn't mentioned like, you know, where stuff was going on. And they said that actually, yeah, the Ouija board is upstairs. And they told him the story. He told them that Vox was attached to Lisa through the board and that they needed to get rid of it. And she said she felt super ashamed because this was, like, all her fault. Because
1: they've been using it three times a day for months.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. But it was years ago at this (laughs) point. But he's saying he's attached to you, Lisa, through this board. Um, And then he recommended something that I had never heard of before. Uh, It was very interesting. Grey Wolf told them that water is the one element that doesn't allow spirits to travel. So they need to get this Ouija board into water. So, you know, like water is conducive to electricity, but not to the spirit realm. That's interesting. I know. I've never heard this before. So they filled up a kiddie pool in their like a little like attached shed thing or detached shed thing, filled up a kiddie pool, wrapped the board in a personal item of Lisa's, um, because Grey Wolf said that that would help, and then le- and he had her tell the spirit board that it wasn't welcome and that it had to go. Then they submerged the board in the water in the kiddie pool and weighed it down with like a jug, so that it couldn't rise back up. Whoa! So essentially, like drowning
1: the spirit of Vox and the board. Well, but isn't it still there? Like when you take it back out, eventually. I don't know. You have know. to keep that kiddie pool forever. Well. Yes, because here's
0: the thing. They they so they do that. They go back in and they said that the house felt lighter, and it seemed to them that it even looked lighter. They felt like the sun was just hitting it different, and everything was good for a while. So they did leave the board that way in that shed in a kiddie pool of water for six months. Ew, yuck! It's probably really gross. Until the activity started again. Oh. So the show symbolically. He learned how to swim. Yeah, apparently. So the show kind of symbolically shows the water ripple all of a sudden, like he's woken. Right. And it's fun (laughs) and awesome. So then it cuts to real life footage, like phone footage, of the board burning in a charcoal grill. And the text says that they called Grey Wolf back to destroy it for good. And then they don't really do a follow up and say, like, it worked. So I can only assume that it did the trick they
1: did like the classic documentary thing of just like fade to black and the text will wrap up loose ends
0: they it didn't really wrap up loose ends though the text, well, but, like
1: theoretically the text is just yes. supposed to be like here's how the story continued from this point
0: yeah the text just says they called <clears throat> back gray wolf isn't and they funny? show him burning the board and that's like it
1: isn't it funny how like sometimes stories just arbitrarily true like, well we we dramatized the water <laughs> yeah. and the idea that he woke back up but we stop at the notion of calling the guy back to set it on fire. We'll put that on the screen.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they show the guy setting it on they fire. Did? Okay. Yeah, it was the phone footage that was like the okay. the real family took. Okay. But then okay, they just okay. put text on the screen saying. Good, because I was like, why arbitrarily not
1: like really end the story for real though? It's <laughs> funny too that it's like it water is the one element I that know. it can't travel through unless we set – oh, wait, I didn't think about this last year, but we – I guess we could set it on fire.
0: Well, I guess like. They didn't want to destroy it or something like you could, you know, submerge it. And it sort of I, I mean, I have no idea, but it's it somehow sure you can pick up another one from
1: Milton Bradley. I don't know. Two day shipping. But
0: Vox was attached to the board. No, no, it was v- attached to Lisa through the board. I don't know. But that's what happened there.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Um, However, I was still curious and thinking to myself, all right, even if I'm not finding other like demonic haunted toys, why is it always toys and dolls and stuff like that? What is the reason for spirits to want to possess them? And I did find a little something. Um, I found a site that said that it's because of all of the strong emotion that is often attached to This is all doll centric. Uh, I'll stop beating around the bush. I I wrote down toys. Uh, It's about dolls. Dolls are toys. They are
1: um it's be- not our fault that they they've monopolized the conversation They completely have There's- they've ruined everything i know
0: or maybe they're just no haunted toys it's all dolls yeah maybe I don't know. uh but anyway uh the llewellyn website which is a publishing house for sort of like supernatural material theorizes that it's because humans form such strong attachments to dolls and their emotions all the biggies joy at seeing your doll suffering and you're hugging your doll, uh, can become attached to that doll and they almost can take on a life of their own, creating sort of like a thought form egregore sort of effect. Egregore? Yeah. So it's basically like what we've referred to as a tulpa before, like kind of something being created. um, That's also known as an egregore. Okay. Or egregore. I don't know. But anyway, tulpa is really a more religious term that is in Buddhism. Oh, I didn't realize that. I kind of knew it at the time uh, that we talked about it, but it's a little bit cooler to just refer to it as the general name.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. What? It's cool. I, I didn't realize I was using like a passe term.
0: Not passe. It's not respectful to be talking about it as a tulpa.
1: Oh, it's cooler. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's more chill. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought you were being like, I found a cooler term.
0: No, no, because you're talking about somebody's like religious beliefs when you're like, it made a tulpa. Right. So it's more respectful to refer to it as a thought form or an egregore.
1: Oh, if respect is your thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know that, and now I've learned it. So in this way, you can basically substitute any item of significance with doll, but it does seem to be a thing that dolls sort of elicit these feelings in people and then can become you know sense. animated or whatever. That's interesting. I'm um, kind of like a poltergeisty sort of effect where yeah. it's not a ghost that's doing it. It's like your own emotion. Yeah. Uh, But then when that doll or toy moves to a new house, like if it's donated or something, that energy can still be felt and it could be interpreted as a haunting by a ghost, even if it's not. Even if it's just like residual energy from the last owner. Um, And so in that way –
1: It's like you sold your toaster on Facebook Marketplace, right? And you had cooked, you know, like fish in it. Right. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Does anyone toast fish? (laughs) Yes, they do. Okay. Good. So you you toasted fish Mm -hmm. and then you sold it. And they thought that they were getting like a lightly used toaster, but when they use it, it smells a little fishy in there. Yeah, it's the same notion.
0: It's exactly
1: that. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. played with this toy. I put a lot of myself into it. Yeah, right. My energy lingered. Yep. Right. It's got a a stinky bo Mm
0: -hmm. on it
1: that now the next house is picking up as a haunting.
0: Right, exactly. They think it's a ghost, but it's really just all of your joy or suffering or whatever made manifest.
1: Can't make it any clearer than that.
0: Right. Of course, it certainly could be the dead, too. Dolls are also a great vessel for action. They got those great opposable limbs real fun to use
1: baby oopsie put them to great use
0: that's absolutely right so uh you know they could just go go for it in a blank toy mm-hmm. so that they can dominate it or they could be attracted to the owner's residual emotional energy that the toy is holding
1: ah okay
0: be like i like this right it's got a bunch of like human static electricity on it i'm gonna get in there yep uh so either way it can lie dormant Maybe just the right environment or owner can inspire it to act in noticeable ways. It's unpredictable. Uh-huh. We don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Um, also I was thinking if kids are more are more likely to see the paranormal than adults are because they're not closed off to it yet, perhaps that's why we're always like, Oh, that doll's haunted, that doll's haunted, whatever. Because maybe the kids are spotting it because they have more proximity with a doll.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Thank you. Chrissy, I like it. Thank and you, you think very you much? shouldn't be on the History Channel? <laughs> I suppose I should. I firmly I want to see you up there next week. Pop me on there. All right. Well,
0: you better be right there beside me. I don't want to.
1: No, you have to. I'm not that interested in that.
0: <laughs> but you must.
1: I, I think you'd do better there. <laughs> you go there.
0: Okay. You can go on uh, AMC and talk about horror movies with what's that guy's name? Who's the man
1: who does? Is whoever with me? What are you saying to me? <laughs> what? You're right. What are you talking about?
0: What's the guy who does it inside the actor studio?
1: Oh, that man? He's been dead for a long time. All the spookier. <laughs> so the you actors can talk about, you can talk about film. Yes. Talk about James Lipton. Yes. You can go on. I think he's dead low these past seven years. I think you're correct. James Lipton. Let's I see. think
0: I, th- I think that you can go on and talk about film.
1: Okay, four years, almost five eight. Sure. No, no, wait.
0: <gasps> so I'll go on the History Channel. You you go on AMC.
1: Oh, no, no. He died in 2020.
0: Oh, okay. This is freshly dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's fresh. <laughs> well there you go everybody there it is demonic toys
0: yes so we hope you enjoyed that we hope that you're having a really enjoyable holiday season however you celebrate or don't Mm -hmm. um and thank you for hanging out with us here at guides the unknown
1: we greatly greatly appreciate it we do uh please feel free to go poke around patreon.com slash gttupod i believe you refer to it as our lifeblood
0: Yes, yeah, so and, I, I, thought, and I,
1: I thought that was great. That's yeah. how you keep us alive, definitely. You know, uh, so uh, we know for a fact that you're going to find some stuff that's a lot of fun there that yeah. will keep you entertained. Yep. Um, if you require more guide to the unknown, and I mean, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Come on, right. that's the end of the year. Treat yourself. Yeah. Gift yourself. Join Absolutely. the party. Absolutely. Um, you can also follow at GTTU Pod on all social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have accounts.
0: Yep. I'm at Chillin Kristen.
1: I'm at the Myth Traveler. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us happy happy holidays hope you're all well yep um and we'll see you next week for the final guide to the unknown of the year that's right uh but until that time comes we must travel
0: back to the netherworld go we 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 all the way home